Welcome to the Love Marriage Again podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Siobhan Parat. In this podcast, you will receive the wisdom, the insight, and the tools you need to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Your marriage is meant to be amazing. Your marriage should be your favorite place to be. Your marriage should bring out the best in you. I'm here to help you create that. In each episode, I'll coach you to improve your communication, build a deeper connection, become a more united team, and experience more intimacy. Here, we have real conversations about what can make marriage hard, and more importantly, how to make it easy. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. Happy holidays. I know that this podcast is coming out the day after Christmas, but I'm still in the Christmas spirit. So Merry Christmas. I hope that you are or have had a wonderful, wonderful time with family, with friends, all the Christmas things. Merry, Merry to you. I am so excited about this particular podcast episode. It poured out of me (laughs) pretty quickly, which is always a sign that I'm talking about the right thing that resonates with me and I know will resonate with you. So let's just dive right in. The title of today is Ready for Change. Now, of course... We are literally in the last week of 2023, and the next podcast episode that we'll release will be in an entirely new year, 2024. And I know for me and for you (laughs) listening that this is a time where it's sort of like the fact that we're starting a new year gives you a reason to shake things up in your life, to make changes. And I think a lot of that just comes from like, I don't want to call it social pressure, but just the state of things, right? A new year, new you, new year, new whatever. And I'm definitely in the same place. I actually woke up this morning in my mind, like, knowing that I am getting ready for change. And as a social scientist, I actually studied behavior change. And remember one of my favorite theories um, that talks about the stages of change. I'm sure on this podcast, I've talked about it before, but there's like the pre-contemplation, the contemplation, the preparation, the action phase, and then the maintenance phase. And so when you're in pre-contemplation, it's sort of like you're not even thinking about changing. But when you're in contemplation, you're like, okay, I know something needs to change. I know something needs to be different. What am I going to do about it? It's sort of like you don't really, you know, you're like ready, but also not really ready. But then when you move to planning is where you're like, no, I've decided to change. Now I'm figuring out how to do it. And that's where I am when it comes to my weight. I have a goal 
this next year to give myself an entire year to lose a certain amount of weight. And I'm just in the process of like deciding how I want to do that. I know, again, I've talked about this on the podcast or maybe in a coaching call. They're all kind of blurring together (laughs) to me right now, but I just, I know I need some help with it. And so I'm like looking out for like, what is the exact right help that I want? So that's me. That's my thought process this morning (laughs) before pressing record for you all. And as I thought about this idea of being ready for change, I wanted to come at it just in a way to really help you be successful. I mean, I could have for sure done an episode that was like a cheerleader, encouraging, like, yeah, let's go. But having set a goal for a year and wanting things to be different in my life and then ending the year with things feeling very much the same, I knew that this year I wanted to approach things differently in the conversation with you and And of course, in the conversation with myself about assessing, like, do you really want to make change? Like, are you genuinely ready? And it's so interesting because earlier in the year, I hired a nutritionist and we were just talking and I was so clear about the things I didn't want to do and the changes I didn't want to make. And she just asked me, she was like, do you really want to lose weight right now? And just that question and the way she asked it with no judgment, with no pressure, just really allowed me to anchor into my truth that the answer was no. Like I wasn't really ready. I wasn't really committed. And that just lightened everything for me to focus on other aspects of my health or other things that I was ready to implement and do. And I want to offer the same to you. Like as we have this conversation, it's really a question, right? Like, are you ready for change? And it's so important to assess that and determine it. And I wanted to just kick this off with sharing, like what happens if you don't really assess and anchor into the fact that you want to make change like what happens when you move forward making change but really you're not ready and the first thing that i find is that you could start something like a program and fail but not because the program or the method or the help that you were getting doesn't work but more because you didn't work it As a coach and as a business owner, I've invested in a lot of programs to help me understand either aspects of growing my business or trainings I've invested in to help me develop a particular knowledge base or skill set. And I can think of one that I bought this year that it was kind of an emotional purchase, which usually when it comes to my business, I'm very strategic and actually get, I guess, my money's worth or use everything that I buy. And so I started this program and I just, I haven't finished it. And I bought it in like April, I think it was. And I'm not blaming the program, right? Like it was actually just a a body of knowledge that I wanted to deepen. 
And, but I find that being in circles with lots of coach friends who are trying to grow their business and make more money, a lot of them are investing in things and then not using it, but then feeling like, oh, that wasn't, that program wasn't the right thing for me. And part of me in the back of my head is always like, well, were you really ready to make the money? Were you really ready to do the thing that this program was designed to help you to do? So obviously I help you with your life and your marriage. And so I think it's important, especially if you've been in my sphere for a while, um, if you're considering working with me in any way, shape or form, or even just like committing to this podcast or some of my other resources, you want to make sure like you're actually ready to implement what is being suggested. I have so many people that I know that literally have come to like every masterclass I've taught. They sign up for every free download and listen to the podcast regularly, but they're not actually taking the steps and doing the work. So I say that not with any judgment because I've been one of those people in programs and things, but you want to just like determine like, is it me? (laughs) Is it me here that probably what's being suggested is great and actually does work, but I'm just not executing the way that I could, right? And just be honest with yourself about that. The second thing I find that happens when you aren't really clear about your readiness to change is you chip away at your self-concept. And what I mean by that is when you start something but then don't follow through on it because you weren't really ready, you prove to yourself that you're a person who can't follow through. And it's so interesting. I have a few people in my life who really believe that about themselves. I don't believe that about myself, so I have a lot of compassion for that and just like empathy, like, wow, how hard must it be to not trust yourself to follow through on something that's important to you? And they have a narrative of like, I just don't follow through on things. Like I'm not even going to start because I know I'm not going to complete it. And I think, again, that probably comes from starting something maybe out of obligation or some sort of pressure that you really weren't ready to do. And there's nothing wrong with not being ready. I just want to like give you that permission if you need that permission so you can honestly tell the truth about where you are. Um, And then the other thing that I see happen sometimes when you jump into making changes when you're not quite ready is that you make changes that you regret later, right? It's so funny. I wanted to, earlier this year as well, I wanted to like repaint basically like my whole entire downstairs. And I called our painter And he got back to me and he was like, okay, you know, I'm kind of booked up for the next month or so. I'll be able to start your project in, you know, like a couple months. And I was like, oh, okay, good. And I, it's so funny now in hindsight, noticing how relieved I was that he wasn't available right away, which should have clued me in that I wasn't really ready to make this change. And then, you know, a couple months later, he calls me back and I missed his call, but I didn't call him back. And then he called me back again and I didn't call him back. And so 
it's sort of like one of those things where I can tell now, like, okay, Siobhan, you were not really ready to do this. And that's okay. So I'm saying that to everyone. Like, if you're dragging your feet on something, maybe that's just a signal to you that you're not really ready for change. Or if you're like pumping yourself up to make a huge drastic change, just look at the flip side of that and make sure that you're prepared for what comes on the other side and that you don't regret it later, that you have your own back, that you trust yourself, that you're moving in the right direction. Okay. So I want to offer you some ideas about how to get ready if you're not quite there yet. And then I'm going to follow that up with how to start. Okay. So this is a good, like comprehensive, um, full bodied episode about moving yourself along the continuum of getting ready for change. All right. So the first thing you want to do when you're getting ready, like how to get ready, number one is you really want to first reflect on what's not working now and how big of a deal is it to you. And that's the part you have to get really, really honest with yourself about. I typically have my clients rank on a scale of one to 10. Like how big of a deal is this to you? Is it a deal breaker? Is it like one of the most important things for you? So reflect on what's not working. And again, with my clients, we're talking about their marriage, like what's not working in your marriage, what expectations are not being met, what needs are not being met and how big of a deal is it for you? Is it a 10, 10 being the highest, most important priority, most important expectation, most important need. And it's important to note that the level of importance might vary over the course of your life. I know for me, when I first got married, things that are important to me now were not major priorities then. Right. So much changes about you, about your life, about your circumstances that shifts your priorities, shifts what's important to you. And so it's okay if you're like, well, now this is so important to me. But maybe five years ago or 10 years ago or 15 years ago, it wasn't. That's okay. Like, I want to also give you permission to have your needs and your desires shift over time. But whatever it is, you want to just be honest about your about how important it is to you, right? So you want to, number one, reflect on what's not working. Literally make a list, get out a sheet of paper or type a note in your phone. What is not working and how big of a deal is this for you? Rank it one to 10, 10 being like, it's a huge deal. The second thing you want to do is you want to look at what it's costing you to not have what you want, right? So again, if this is in your marriage and you're wanting more emotional intimacy, or you're wanting to feel more connected, or you're wanting your partner to be more present. Um, but that's not happening. And it's a big deal to you. What is it costing you? And how important is that to you? Usually, when it comes to marriage, what it's costing you is your peace, your emotional well being. I've had several clients come to me where their health is deteriorating, their physical health is deteriorating because they are under so much stress, strain, overwhelm, sadness, depression, 
just like carrying so much and so much heaviness in their body from being in a relationship that's not working for them. So you want to look at what is it costing me to stay stuck where I am right now with things the way that they are right now? And how important is that? How important is it that I'm losing sleep? How important is it that I'm sad all the time or edgy all the time or angry all the time? How important is my peace? How important is my well-being? How important is my contentment and my happiness and my fulfillment and my future to me? Number three is you want to start looking at what will work for you to make a change, right? Like a lot of us know what works for us. At least I do. I know that when I'm looking for help or when I'm looking for support to make change, I need someone who gets it. (laughs) So when I think about, um, it's so funny when I think about my first business coach who I loved and was so valuable. She was in just a different stage of life than I was. And then I hired another coach who was in the exact stage of life that I was in. And it just made such a difference to me. Like there were conversations I didn't have to explain. There were circumstances in my life. She totally got without a lot of like, you know, figuring out. And I think that's important. Like for me and for you, I want you to think about like what works for you. Is it something that is very private and customized for you? Is it something that is in community with other people who are going through similar things that you're going through? Is it you know, a when you need it type of help? Or is it a long term, you know, like program? Is it a DIY situation where like you get a plan or you get some support, but then you're executing and implementing it on your own? Do you need someone like their high touch with you? So Really just think about like what works for you. Do you need something daily, like a daily routine to keep you grounded in what you're moving towards, right? So whatever it is, think about what do I know works for me? Do I need someone who is a teacher and like an educator? Or do I need someone who is just a good listener? Or do I need a combination of the two? I think sometimes... You know, I have clients who come to me and they're like, yeah, we went to therapy and the therapist just really listened to us and they didn't really offer any suggestions of what to do differently. So that is a clue that you probably need something that is more um, strategic and more like meaty in terms of next steps, homework. Some clients come to me, they're like, do you give homework? I'm like, absolutely. I give homework. Coaching is a very active, forward moving, very like, at least the way that I coach, very structured guidance. Like I am a teacher at heart. If you've been to any of my masterclasses, even this podcast, right? Like I listen to some podcasts and people kind of just riff on a topic and it's great. And there are no next steps at all. And 
typically when you come here to this podcast, I'm giving you steps. So it's important to just like identify it for yourself. Like, do I need someone that's going to give me step-by-step guidance or do I need something that is just gets me in the zone to come up with my own answers? That's kind of like in another stage of my life, I'm more in that space of like, no, I know what to do. I just need motivation. I don't need you to tell me what to do. So figure that out for yourself. And then the last thing in getting ready for change is you want to move on to the easiest next step to take now. We don't want to belabor it. And a lot of times people wait for motivation to take a step, but really motivation grows when you take a step and you feel good about it, right? I just want you to think about that. Like, what if you took like the easiest next step? And then you feel good and then you want to take the next step after that okay so just think about what is the easiest next thing you could do when you end this podcast episode with me okay so that's how to get ready now how to start and i'm not going to go into a ton of depth on these steps because i actually have a special invitation for you for a on like a hands-on, I was going to say on-demand. It will be on-demand after it's conducted, but it's live. A live workshop on being ready for change. It's literally the title of it, Ready for Change. And I'm going to actually walk you through a process. It's a hands-on workshop, meaning I literally have a process I'm going to teach you and we're going to work it in the hour that we have together. So I will literally guide you through this exact work. But for now, how to start. Number one is you have to set a clear and compelling goal. You have to want what you want, right? Not what you think you should want, not what other people tell you you should want, but it has to be clear to you and it has to be compelling to you. Like you want it for reasons that you like. Number two is you have to connect to your goal daily. When you're making change, you're inserting something new into your life or you're taking something out of your life. And if you've been operating differently for years and decades, just deciding on January 1, but then not revisiting it until January 1 of the next year, you're not gonna get very far. So you have to connect to your goal daily. It's funny, I was talking with my brother And he was sharing with me a goal he has. And I was like, yeah, you have to write that down every single day. You have to connect with it. You have to be in relationship with it. I want you to think about if you're in relationship with someone, but all you do is meet them on one day and you never talk to them again. How strong is that relationship going to be? How much is it going to progress and move forward? Not very much. And so... You have to connect to your goal daily. That's how it becomes a part of you. That's how it becomes a part of your life. That's how you create it into your life. And you can do that by writing it down, you know, put it on a post-it note, set it a reminder in your phone. There's lots of different ways to do this. Number three is you have to cultivate the right mindset to keep going, keep learning, and keep growing. This is really non-negotiable because 
many times people know what to do, but it's their mindset that gets in the way. So you have to have the right belief system and cultivate that. It's not something that just comes upon you. You have to build the right beliefs. You have to understand where you might be sabotaging yourself or limiting yourself by the way that you're thinking. So you have to cultivate the right mindset to keep going. Number four is you have to take action steps that move you in the right direction. You have to be clear about that. Like every day, I'm going to take some action that's moving me in the right direction. And then you also want to evaluate when you are not making progress and understand why. Like what got in the way? What were you supposed to do that you didn't do? And why? Why didn't you do it? Not with any judgment, but just that's part of the learning of like, oh, I didn't do this today. Why? And then move yourself forward from there. All right. So I hope that this has been really helpful and valuable for you. And like I said, I want to invite you to my brand new hands-on workshop called Ready for Change. I am going to lead you through a very specific process to reflect on what has happened for you in 2023, what's not working, how important it is to you, what it's costing you, and get you anchored into a clear and compelling goal that you want to set for yourself, whether that is a relationship goal, a personal goal, because as you know, if you've listened to me for a while, if you want to improve your marriage, I truly, truly believe that that also includes you improving yourself and the relationship you have with yourself, how you see yourself, how you show up. And so we're going to reflect on like what hasn't worked for you about this year, about a situation or an area of your life. And then we are going to map out your 2024 plan for creating change in that area so that this time next year, you're not sitting here listening to another podcast episode, still feeling stuck, still feeling the same way, still struggling in the same exact ways. So that workshop is January 2nd, 9 p.m. Eastern, and we're going to get to work. I will link to it in the show notes. It will also be on my website, drshavon.com. I would love, love, love to see you there and to guide you through my planning process to get you ready for tangible and long-lasting change in 2024. Thank you so much for being here today. I will be back with you next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful last week of 2023. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in. And now a question for you. What did you get out of this episode? The most important part of this work is applying what you hear. I hope you'll do that. And if you loved this podcast, you will love working with me directly even more. I invite you to my website, drshavon.com to learn about my coaching programs and any live masterclasses I may be hosting. And of course, We will meet right back here for the next episode of the podcast. Until then, keep loving your marriage again.